I think I'm just the bearer of bad news this whole week. <laughs> <laughs> I but said slightly, not slightly. even slightly, nothing. It was slightly better, okay. but we're still on negative <laughs> territory. So yesterday, retail sales came out, as you just mentioned. Uh, the contraction eased from 2.3% in January to 1.7% in January. So it is slightly better, but we're not out the negative territory yet. The expectation from the market was a contraction of 1.8%. So we are in line with the market. The main contributor to the decrease in retail sales is textiles, clothing, footwear, and leather goods. This contracted by 7.6%. Other sectors within retail was contributed are household furniture and appliances as well as hardware, paint and glass. So what you'll find in this kind of an economy, especially when it's weak, is that retail sectors such as food, beverage and tobacco, as well as pharmaceuticals, cosmetics and toiletries are defensive retailers. So you and I still need to buy food, we still need to get toiletries and we still need medicine. So you won't see the demand in these kind of retailers waning. Um, and you might say, why is it important for us to understand or know about retail sales? And this is because retail sales tells us about consumer spending and the pattern of consumer spending. We really want to see growth in this sector because it's a growth indicator of how well the economy is doing and how well you and I are doing. Do we have more disposable income? Our wages increasing and how we're spending our money. Another reason why it's so important is we spoke yesterday about the interlinks between the manufacturing sector, the mining sector and the retail sector. So essentially the manufacturing sector will benefit only if consumer spending increases. And thus the mining sector will improve and benefit if the manufacturing sector requires more inputs from the mining sector. Um, and then one thing to note is that as South Africans, we import a lot of goods. So that's another reason why the manufacturing sector will be hurt or impacted, as we want to see us buying more South African goods instead of imported goods. And then just to wrap up on this, the outlook for the rest of the year is that Due to the downgrade, we will see a decrease in consumer spending. Unfortunately, this is because we expect the exchange rate to depreciate, therefore cause inflation in the economy, and therefore result in an increase in interest rates. And on that aspect of interest rates, we are expecting the MPC in the month of May to increase interest rates by 25 basis points, unfortunately. And what this will mean is essentially it becomes more expensive for you and I to live our daily lives and consume what we've been consuming all the time. And it will change our spending structure from our luxury goods, from you going to go do your nails and all the nice things you want to do. And you'll essentially mostly spend on essential goods. Um, so... For the rest of the year, it's kind of a weak outlook for retail sales. Hey, and of course, yesterday we were talking about uh, the fuel price, mm. and you promised to, you know, tell us mm. more about that. And can you also tell us how this will actually again affect the man on the street? Okay. Um, so the oil price has increased by about sixteen percent since the beginning of April. And the main contributing factors is that Saudi Arabia is expected to announce an extension of the production cuts in oil. And we've also seen a decrease in their stockpiles of their oil reserves. Russia is also set to join them in their production cuts. The Libyan oil fields have been shut down, and this is due to political um, issues and technical issues, as well as tensions in the Middle East. So this is all kind of telling us a picture of a reduction in supply. And when you get a reduction in supply, the price is going to shoot up. 
And if we can just go to how the fuel price is made up, we have the basic fuel price plus the levies, which are adjusted by the finance minister. The basic fuel price changes on a monthly basis. And this contributes about 60% of the price that we see when we pour petrol at the petrol station. And then the main drivers of this fuel price are the exchange rates and the international oil price. And as we've mentioned over the past couple of days, the rand has become weaker. We've depreciated by about 12% since the beginning of the month and the international oil prices increase. So we have two factors which contribute to the fuel price which have gone up quite drastically since the beginning of the month. So what we can see is that the oil which we're importing now is going to be refined and then sold next month. So we can essentially expect a fuel price increase next month. And as we know, the South African government does not subsidize the fuel price. The full cost is essentially passed on to the consumer, unfortunately. And I was looking at data. (laughs) You look at me like, oh my gosh, I'm also feeling that. Um, And then we looked at the data from the Central Energy Fund and it's showing an approximate 44 cents increase in the price of petrol and an approximate 28 cents increase in the price of diesel. So what we're seeing in the economy continues, we can expect these figures, but we just usually we wait for the data in the last week of April to come out and this will tell us what the petrol price will be on the first Wednesday of the following month. So essentially, I think everyone can expect to tighten their belts and um, we're in for a rough ride for the next couple of months.